and we're rolling a bit of a quiet Thursday around the NBA. Nothing really to discuss, so we're going to try to piece things together for the next hour. My name is Rich. This is the second episode of Ball and Rolls Pick and Pot. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Kevin Kacheri, my other co-host, Ogiores, And today we have a special guest in the house, Adam Corsair of South of the Six Podcast. How are you doing, guys? Kevin, how's it doing, man? Uh, I'm good. I'm just here so I don't get fined. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ogie, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing excellent, man. What a day. Holy smoke. So much to talk about. Yeah, man. Um, honestly, I'm just going to just let it be known right now that I'm also available in trade. So my agent <laughs> is going to be taking just all the best offers right about now. Adam, how are you doing? Doing great, man. The all-star reserves are out. Uh, we got some trade action today and the AD stuff keeps on floating around. It's a great time to be yeah. a fan of the NBA. Yeah, for sure. It's actually, a, it's a testament to how unprepared we are. Um, we were like two minutes uh, before clicking record. We're like, we're going to make some all-star reserves predictions. And then I click on my phone and I'm like, oh, Eastern Conference reserves have just been announced. So, I mean, it's a Thursday. Let's quickly go through um, the Eastern Conference reserves. We got Bradley Beal. We got Blake Griffin. We have Kyle Lowry. We have Chris Middleton. Really happy he got selected. Nikola Vucevic, <laughs> Ben Simmons, and the fallen Victor Oladipo, who will not be able to play. Some general thoughts to start things off. Adam, what do you think of this roster? Um, it's pretty much spot on with what I had, except um, when I was doing my predictions, I didn't think Oladipo was going to get in just because of the injury. So I had D'Lo uh, replacing him. Um, but otherwise, I just I thought it was fair. I didn't really expect Pascal to get in, unfortunately, probably to a lot of the dismay of your listeners, but uh, I, I can't really complain with the list. Kyle Lowry's a five-time All-Star, so we have a five-time All-Star on the team. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we actually talked a lot about uh, deloading last week. Um, Kevin's a big fan of the guy. But well, so, okay. Kev- Kevin, would, because Victor Oladipo is not going to be on um, at the All-Star game, yeah. do you think Russell's going to be the logical replacement 100%, for this guy? 100%. He's having an amazing year so far after all the guards went down over there. He's kept the team up afloat, and they're in the uh, middle of the conference. Yeah, they're, they're in the playoffs, they're, man. Yeah, no, they're in the playoffs. Brooklyn Nets is in the playoffs. <laughs> but that, I, I think a lot of that has to go to D'Angelo Russell itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last game itself, he well, he got 30 points, and he was balling out, like mm-hmm. kick and shoot. Yeah, and the thing really with Victor Oladipo, like if you look at his numbers, like his numbers are all down from last year. Um, his shooting is down. Obviously, he's like the heart and soul of the team if you buy into that kind of stuff. But, I mean, when I'm just looking at a season from, from Toronto, I'm just like, I don't, I don't think he's the same player as he was last year. Um, obviously, this might have been more of like a reputation vote, but like the guy wasn't shooting the ball well. I mean, he's aver- he was averaging close to like 17, 18 points a game. Like, I was, like the past couple of weeks, I've been thinking a lot about guy like D'Angelo Russell taking that spot. Um, Pascal Siakam as well. I thought Pascal Siakam deserved it. Um, I definitely can understand why Kyle Lowry got the nod over Pascal Siakam just because of um, how much better the Raptors are as a team with Kyle Lowry on the court. I think they're like a plus 11 or something with Lowry on the court and a negative like five with him off the court. Um, don't even know. I, I might have made that up. But <laughs> Ogie, how do you feel? I believe it. Overall, I think I think they did a good job. Um I agree with Kevin. Yeah, I think D'Angelo Russell has to be the player to replace Oladipo. Mm-hmm. I am, I am surprised a little mm-hmm. bit that Ben Simmons got in over Jimmy Butler. Um, Butler, Butler's yes. obviously does score a little bit more. Simmons obviously, you know, passes and mm-hmm. rebounds. But I think, I think that's the only maybe surprise that I see on here. Lowry mm-hmm. gets in because of his, you know, kind of reputation. Obviously, his numbers aren't that great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vucevic had a good year. I think I have no issues with that one. He deserves it. Um, Middleton, I'm glad he got in. I mean, when mm-hmm. your team has the best record in the NBA, you you better have two All-Stars at the All-Star game. Mm-hmm. So Simmons, Simmons is the only one that surprises me a little bit. I think I would have given a nod to, to Jimmy Buckets. Right. So um, there's a lot of conversation in terms of the All-Star, the, the All-Star teams and the roster um, makeup. Um, how much of a value is just being on a winning team? Because Nikola Vucevic, I mean, he's in Orlando. They're not a playoff team. Like, Adam, what – like? how do you kind of separate between an all-star uh, just putting up good stats and just a guy who just is on a really good team and is a top player on that team and maybe deserves a nod? 
Um, I think. But he, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I think no that uh, with uh, when it comes to players on winning teams, you you obviously need to have them uh, representing in the All Star game. You just have to include them, but you don't want to make that top heavy. Like it's really uh, a testament to the NBA that they sort of balance this out with the uh, with All Star game to have someone like Vucevic on the team. I think that makes a lot of sense. And I think when you see him perform on the team, you can definitely tell that he's the best mm-hmm. thing Orlando has. I personally yeah. think. Like, uh, maybe if a year or two ago, I would have said Aaron Gordon, but right now it's definitely Vucevic. So uh, when, when you have the coaches sort of evaluating these things, it's, I think there's a balancing act that they have to undergo. And for that, I just, I don't know. I, I'm just thankful that it's not a top-heavy thing in the All-Star game. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's it's a Thursday evening right now. We're still waiting on the Western Conference reserves. But one team that's not going to be sending an All-Star um, to All-Star Weekend is the New York Knicks. Oh, but one thing they <laughs> did do today, apparently, is they sent one of their star players in a salary dump to, Chris, uh, to Dallas. So what is going on in New York? They literally just traded a dude who is still on, eligible for a rookie-scale extension – they, and they traded him away to create cap space for two max salary players who do not exist at this point. What are they doing? Okay. Ogi, what is going on right now? Yeah, see, it's funny you mention that because I don't think, sort of looking at this trade, I don't think we'll be able to fully grade it um, until the offseason because, like you said, this is, this is literally all about getting rid of your bad contracts, so getting mm-hmm. rid of Tim Hardaway, getting rid of Courtney Lee, just removing as many players as possible and yeah. clearing enough cap space for this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, it, it is, you know, it, to, to do that and to do that by trading your, your franchise player, Porzingis, I think is, is a risk because let's it's say they don't stupid. get anybody this offseason. I mean, Dude, what, are you, what, are you doing? what are you doing then? What are you left with then, right? Dude. Dennis Smith is, is okay. I mean, you know, he's a, he's a young player. He has potential. He may thrive at MSG, but... You know, giving up and looking at the haul that they got. I mean, okay, Matthews and Jordan again—they're expiring contracts. This is a mm-hmm. this is a salary dump, but you got to believe they could have got more. They could have got yeah. more for Porzingis. I mean, now if this offseason, look, if they could convince Ky- Kyrie, if they could convince Kevin Durant mm-hmm. to join, yeah. um, then then it's a different story. You know, then this trade looks okay. You know, you have two two star mm-hmm. players. You have yeah. maybe cap space to add complementary players. So I don't think we'll fully be able to perhaps grade this trade until the offseason, but sort of looking at it from first impression type thing, I think they could have got more for Persingas. And this this literally came out of nowhere, right? Everybody's thinking about Anthony Davis. Everybody's thinking about what packages are going to attract him. And then we just get a Woj bomb out of nowhere after a meeting Persingas had this morning saying he's unhappy. And he wants out. And next thing you know, he's he's gone. <laughs> it was yeah. he came out of nowhere. No, it, it honestly just kind of reminded me, like you know, sometimes you have to have that talk with your girlfriend when you know something's <laughs> wrong, and you just go and and she, and she sends you that text, and and she's like, "Hey, we got to talk," and she doesn't tell you the reason. You you go over to her place, you talk. Two minutes later, she deletes all the pictures of you off her Instagram, and everything's over, and like your life falling apart. This is what this kind of feels like. So either was just dropped the ball big time. Or this literally just happened out of thin air, because I remember I'm like, I'm I'm doing nothing with my life. It's three o'clock. Um, I'm like, yo, Kev. I'm talking to Kevin. I'm like, hey man, when are you coming over to record the, this podcast? And I'm scrolling through Twitter, and then it's like, oh, Kristaps is having a meeting to discuss the future of this franchise. That's cool. Like, it's it's nice that he cares. Um, to, and then 20 minutes later, I just get a bunch of tweets saying that, oh. There's like half the NBA that's interested in in uh, Chris Aftersingus and that he's yeah. looking to be traded. And I'm like, okay, this is interesting. I'm just going to keep doing nothing with my day. And then like 10 minutes later, the Dallas Mavericks just got Chris Aftersingus. Dude, what the hell happened? Kevin, talk to me right <laughs> now. So, I mean, there's only one real explanation here, and that's James Dolan. Dude, what's you, you the ball? At, no, you look at the way he constructed the team. The team right now is at 10 and 40 this season. And Chris Tapps, that, that was one of the biggest points apparently in the conversation that he had today. Are they, the team is. Wait, are they that bad? They're 10 they and 40? They are terrible. I mean, you got to take in one of their stars is Ennis Cantor. He's getting, what, 18 million this year to play five minutes a game. Let's and let that, it, too, let's it's, light it's a can- really bad. Let's just light a candle for Ennis Cantor's New York Knicks career real quick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> everything. But um, I don't know. I mean, this trade could end up 
uh, really well as well. As as Ogi said, I totally agree with you. Uh, just because this clears up about $75 million mm-hmm. in cap space. I get that they only have what guaranteed contracts towards next year, which is around what, four, uh, five, Dude, six players? I mean, there's Knox, there's Robinson Trier, Dennis Smith Jr., uh, Frank, whatever his last name is, Luke Cornette, and Max Player number one. Yeah. And Max Player number two. Yeah. And just based on history, the New York Knicks do not do things well. No, but that's, got- that's another thing. Like you mentioned James Dolan, mm-hmm. and, um, my, here's my thoughts on the New York Knicks. The mo- the biggest problem with the Knicks is that they just have such a horrible culture around the team. Oh, for sure. Right? So if I'm a free agent, why would I want to come to the New York Knicks? Even if it's a, like, the it's, city. Yeah, New I York. understand it's the city. But, and I understand it's a big market team. Yeah. But when the culture is off, how are you going to win? Right? It's like, pretend, pretend, um, my mom owns the store, right? And she hires a bunch of kids to to like help her out. Mm-hmm. Are the kids going to be setting the culture? No, my mom will set the culture for the store. I don't know why I just use my mother as yeah, an I don't analogy. Know. You bring your mom That's really weird. <laughs> really, really <laughs> strange. But, but you know, like it's going to be the owner who sets the culture. Yeah. And it's going to be the own, owner who's going to literally make sure if this store succeeds or not. It's not going to be some random 14-year-old kid. Oh, Same thing sure. with the Knicks. If the, like... Woj reported earlier today that Kristaps is talking to the Knicks about like the culture and how he's not happy about uh, the type of culture New York has. Like that's the problem. So if I'm a free agent, like it's great that they keep having all this cap space. They had the cap space before, and they brought in and it's Canner. You know, like bidding war over like uh, at, Hardaway Jr. as well. Yeah, like <laughs> like at, at like Adam, like what do you really think about this Knicks trade and like? To me, it's it, there's a bigger problem here, and I just don't know if just trading away a, just a franchise player who's controllable long for like a few more years because he's still eligible for the rookie scale extension. Like I don't really get it. I think that we're all looking at this in the near term because the Knicks have made it uh, pretty public. I, I would say that they want to go all in for AD. Like they're in on this Anthony Davis sweepstakes as well. And, you know, I think the, what they want to do is they want to load up their chips to sort of uh, sway New Orleans to, to trade them over there. Um, mm-hmm. And I think I've read a report. I don't know how much uh, credence I lend to it, but I, th- I think I read a report that Anthony Davis would be willing to sign an extension if he goes to New York. So what, what New York needs yeah, to I do right too. now? You read that too? All right. So what, yeah, what New too. York and any team, any team what they need to do is they need to not only beat the, the Lakers' current offer, which isn't that impressive, but they have to beat a future Boston offer. And yes. if the Knicks are tanking this year, and they're in the lottery, and they get the first overall pick, plus this Dallas pick, plus the 2023 protected pick that Dallas gave them, that's three first-round picks that you can offer to New Orleans for Anthony Davis. All right? And yeah. if I'm New Orleans, I'll take that and draft Zion and call it a day. I, I think this is smart of New York if they're really trying to push all in for Anthony Davis. The only problem is if it fails, they're screwed. Mm-hmm. And, and just speaking of Anthony Davis, do you see anything materializing by February 7th? No. No, I, yeah. I, I, I would like in a, in a perfect world for the Raptors to go for him. I don't want to like jump too much ahead, but I would like yeah. for the Raptors to go for him, just you know, being a fan of the team, but New Orleans is it's in their best interest to wait. Um, they might just yeah. shut them down for the year, and I know that might create bad locker room morale, but mm-hmm. you have to do what's best for your franchise right now. And, you know, they've already wiped them out of, out of intro videos uh, for their home game, so he's sort of like ghost there. Um, so I don't know. I don't know how it's going to play out, but I think it's, if New Orleans is playing the long game, they're, they'd be mm-hmm. smart to have a bidding war between teams like Boston, L.A., uh, even the Clippers in New York to get the best possible package they can get. Yeah. I can't wait to wake up in the morning and see Anthony Davis become a Raptor. Oh, send him to the Bulls. <laughs> no, because, like, yeah, here's the thing. I, I think we can all agree that there's just – it doesn't make sense to trade Anthony Davis right now. And, I mean, he's not a free agent next year. 
Um, and the, j- just the fact is the Pelicans aren't going to get ev- all the best offers on the table all at once because of the Derrick Rose rule. You're not going to get the best offer from Boston. So, right. isn't there, I mean, there's no rush to, rush to trade Anthony Davis right now. Offseason's going to come. You're going to have an offer from the Lakers. You're going to have an offer from the Celtics. Maybe you're going to get an offer from the Raptors. Honestly, it's Anthony Davis. You should get an offer from 29 other teams as well. right? And then at that point, the Pelicans are going to be able to make literally just pick their best choice. Just, But that being said, it just doesn't like – it's it just seems like they're doing everything wrong in New Orleans. Like, why did they take him out of the intro video? Say, I, I mean, unless they just sit him for the rest of the season, which I'm sure the NBA PA, the Players Association is not going to like. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just don't really understand it right now. Okay, I'm just going to keep talking then. Like, here's 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 the thing. Uh, let me just elaborate on that point. So. Um, Anthony Davis comes out with his agent says he wants to get traded, right? Um, and instead of just like being for New, the New Orleans Pelicans, and obviously the media is going to blow up a story, but if you're the New Orleans Pelicans, all you got to do is say Anthony Davis is still a Pelican and he's going to be a Pelican unless we say otherwise. Don't take him out of the intro video. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Don't have uh, Alvin Gentry talk to the media and be like, I don't know what's going to happen. He might have played his last game here. You know, like if February 7th passes and Anthony Davis is still here, like, are you going to put him back into the intro video? Are you going to play him again? Like, that's really, really awkward. Like, there's so many different ways the New Orleans Pelicans could have handled this. And they just they just dropped the ball with it right now. And. Well, it it wasn't really them, right? Because it was Anthony Davis's representation that sort of came out publicly with this. Mm-hmm. So at that point, New Orleans hands are kind of tied. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I guess. And, but- I, and I and I think that I mean, New Orleans has already sort of decided that this season they aren't going to make the playoffs. Davis will likely leave. So they, I mean, whether or not they're taking him out of videos from their perspective, even if he does stay past the deadline. They probably have no interest in you know playing him anyway. There, there's rumors about trading other guys too. There's rumors about rumors about Etuan Moore, about Mirotic, about numerous other guys, all being available. So I think they're they're for the most part set on sort of throwing the season away, getting as high draft pick as possible, and then you know looking into looking into life past Anthony Davis. So I don't think mm-hmm. they're too concerned about how he feels or if he stays past right. the deadline because they've already made their mind up. So just talking, so shifting to the draft. If their goal is to just have the worst record possible and draft Zion, would it make sense to trade um, a guy like Anthony Davis like nowish? Well, why not? Well, I mean, because no, I, 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 yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go, so, so, go ahead, Kevin. Uh, so some of the offers that are on the table, you're looking at a full lineup from the Lakers, basically. You're looking, yeah, legit. That's a full starting lineup. Put Zion on there, and you're set. Mm-hmm. But also, you're looking at from Boston itself. You're looking at. Um, well, you, you can't. You, how are you going to make a trade work with Boston? No, it's um a, a, after the deadline, after July, they can make the trade. Yeah, yeah I guess. But but I mean, if their goal is to draft Zion this year in June, mm-hmm. wouldn't it make more sense to trade a guy like Anthony Davis, who's literally well, no, no, because they're. I mean, Phoenix has only won ten games. Like they. That's true. Yeah. There's, 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 no, there's no catching. There's okay. no catching the Phoenixes in New York. Okay, Yeah, they have a head start on the tanking process. Yeah, that, <laughs> this is true. Crisis averted. But then again, it's Phoenix, so you never really know. Because keep in mind, a couple years ago, Phoenix drafted Dragon Bender in the in um, the lottery. So they still might draft Cameron Reddish <laughs> and leave guys like Zion Williamson and R.J. Barrett on the board. So you, ne- you never really know. Yeah. But I was going to say that Cleveland could still be in the mix, but they drafted Anthony Bennett, so you really can't like hedge you your bets on Cleveland either. So, <laughs> like, if we have an episode of just me ranting about how stupid some NBA teams are, like <laughs> Raptors, <laughs> no, no, the, no, don't you dare, don't you Somebody dare. Draft picks have been questionable. No, uh, everybody's draft picks are questionable because you're literally trying to predict the future. If you're per- like, look, if you want to talk about questionable draft picks, look yeah. at the Boston Celtics. I mean, you know, you they have a ridiculous amount of top picks, dude. Yeah. They took like 50 draft picks from the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, that's true. For the services of Grandpa Garnett, Paul Pierce, and whatever was left of Jason Terry. Yeah. And the funny thing is, D'Angelo Russell is 
the best player out of like combined between like like him and all the draft picks that the Boston Celtics made yeah, based yeah. on like the ones that uh, they took from the Brooklyn Nets. For sure, yeah, yeah. So you know, like the draft is a crapshoot. You never really know. Obviously, you had a guy like Zion. You see, like a dude who's like three hundred pounds and super athletic and can dunk over everything. Like, yeah, you can take a gamble on that. But I mean, the Pelicans. Like, what's their record right now? Like, I uh, right now they're uh, 20, 23 and twenty nine. Twenty three. Oh, yeah. Thirteenth place. I mean, it's not like they're gonna get back in. Uh, they're looking to also sh- get rid of Drew Holiday, which is the next best player up right now. The only guy who's striving right now is Jaleel Lokofer. I Jaleel love Lokofer. Jaleel Lokofer right now. They gotta trade Jaleel yeah. Lokofer right now and it's, just get as much as they can for that dude. I have no idea what's happening with Jaleel Lokofer. Oh, Points, boards, blocks, and no assists. Dude, that's a that's fan- how he's doing. That's a, that's a fantasy stud right there. <laughs> it really is. So like, yeah. re- okay, but like, let's 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 try to dream for a second. Uh, for the most part, we're all Raptor fans. Kevin's a Chicago Bulls fan, so his life is hopeless. I'm, but oh, if- I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Dude. Wait, wait, we coming? We coming? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so let's pretend a trade does go down. And the Raptors make a push for Anthony Davis, and trade gets completed. What could that trade be composed of, Adam? What do you think? You have to start with Siakam, and it, you're, this trade, theoretical trade, can't get done without Siakam in the mix. So you're looking at Siakam, OG, maybe a Delon Wright, and you got to throw a big in there. Um, I think right now is the time to sell high on Surge, so I throw him in there. Um, the Raptors can't trade their uh, first-round pick for the 2020 season, so you're looking at a 2021 first-round pick. Um, right. I think that is the absolute best package that the Raptors can offer in New Orleans. And honestly, like in a vacuum, I think that gets it done. But because mm-hmm. all these other factors are yeah. uh, being introduced, it might not be enough. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to give up Pascal Siakam for Anthony Davis? Because I was playing around with ESPN Trade Machine a couple of days ago, and the trade I put together um, was eat one more, Anthony <laughs> Davis for Serge Ibaka, OG Ananobi, Dylan Wright, Norman Powell, and just every single draft pick the Raptors own. <laughs> see, I don't see um, anyone wanting a trade uh, without any a- anybody other than Siakam. That, yeah. I, for a fact, they'll want it just because of the guys that are on the board right now. Mm-hmm. It's Kuzma, it's Tatum. Yeah, those are f- potential franchise guys as well. Mm-hmm. Siakam is a franchise guy. Yeah. They want a franchise guy in return. Mm-hmm. They're not going to go for just a lot of young guys. Are I you, mean, say, you, are you saying they're not willing to take our crap for Anthony Davis? Yeah. <laughs> Don't they realize yes, yeah. we're trying to win a championship? Ogie, <laughs> <laughs> um, o- do we have to keep Pascal Siakam in this? Because I really, really like Pascal Siakam like a lot. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I do too. I think every every Raptors fan does. I mean, the issue is though, we could we could assemble a package, you know consisting of Siakam, consisting of OG, consisting of DeLon Wright draft picks. But Davis is a free agent after next season. So if he leaves and if, you know, what are you doing then, right? So it's it's an enormous risk to take. Hmm. But with that said, I mean, it's just, it's you're going up against Boston. And, and Danny, I, I think they have four first-round picks the next two years. Like Danny Ainge is just pulling these. I don't know where he's getting these, these draft picks from. I, if he's if they're still from the Brooklyn Nets, I mean, I have no idea where these picks are coming from, but he still somehow has four in the next two years. I mean, you have Rozier there. You have Jalen Brown there. I mm-hmm. mean, the Raptors could include Siakam. They could include OG, but I, I don't – that that offer doesn't sort of come close to what, to what mm-hmm. Boston has to offer. And then, like I said, I mean, let's say you do complete a deal. Let's say you do come to terms. I mean, mm-hmm. keep in mind, right, Davis is a free agent after next year. You'd have to be – to some extent confident that he'd have interest in staying if you're willing to give mm-hmm. up that much from a Raptors perspective. Right. But like, here's, here's my thinking. Um, and it goes back to something I said on our first episode, only about four, 13 or 14 teams have ever won an NBA championship. That's, yeah. that's like it, the NBA has been around since 1946, I think. Mm-hmm. So that's not a lot. Yeah. Less than half. Of it. That's yeah, less than half. Crazy. So if you have this, this window to win right now, you can't just keep focusing on the future. I know, I know you have to ha- have the future in mind, but like when you have the opportunity to go out and get an Anthony Davis to m- match him with, uh, to pair him up with a guy like Kawhi Leonard, Sir, um, Kyle Lowry, like I think you just have to go for it, and you, you, it's just hard to think about the future at that point. 100%. You know, 
hundred percent, hundred percent agree, hundred percent agree. Like because, you're basically saying we need to trade like a, a little bit of our future for almost like obviously you can't guarantee, but almost a guaranteed trip to the finals. Like I just don't understand how this team wouldn't get there, whether they win it or not. That's up in the air. But like, here's the thing: like, people are saying like, "Oh, your future is Siakam, OG." Like, we don't even know what they really are. They're still so young. Like Siakam, yes, he's on the path to being like very good, but maybe this is the ultimate sell high right now with him. Uh-huh. And you know, maybe next year, if say Kawhi leaves, right, and now you yeah. have one year of AD, and the Raptors are out of contention, trade him. Trade him exactly. and get a haul. Tra- trade him to Boston and get that haul, and there you go. You're right back in. Like, mm-hmm. there's nothing to say that the Raptors can't like reload yeah. immediately after this. You know, like if if AD is here for one more year, maybe mm-hmm. Kawhi Leonard does this. You know what LeBron did in Cleveland or what Kevin Durant mm-hmm. did in GSW, and exactly. they say I'll sign a one and one. I'll do a one year de- deal and a player option to see what's going on the following year. There's nothing mm-hmm. to say that this can't continue. And if the, you're able to get a guy like Anthony Davis, who's a proven top five player in the league, you definitely trade Siakam for that, and you get that championship. Yeah, no, I can completely agree with that. And like you said, he's an expiring contract. If the Raptors want to reload, you have Kyle Lowry on an expiring contract. You have an Anthony Davis on an expiring contract. You can get all those first-round draft picks back, you know? Yeah. So I say go for it. Obviously, who knows if it's going to happen, but – if I can have Anthony Davis on my team I, and I can have Kawhi Leonard on my team, I can't really see a, any way that the Raptors don't make the NBA Finals. All right. So, I mean, you really have to value the risk or rewards at this point because I, from the trades that I'm hearing from you guys, you guys are giving away a lot of your role players and one uh, one of your stars as well. And even if you get rid of Ibaka as well, he's been performing amazing this year, which helped your season quite well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. losing all that, just having Anthony Davis in there, is that going to actually help you guys with those losses get to the finals? Realistically. And, and see, that's why, that, that, that's, yeah. that, this is the way I look at it. I mean, look, the Raptors, as, consi- you know, as assembled right now, they're not that far away, okay? They're, they're what, they have the second or third best record in the, in the NBA. Mm-hmm. I think they have, a, they have a solid chance of making the finals. I mean, can they compete with Golden State? That's, that's another question. But... I think this team is closer as consisted than perhaps we think. I mean, yeah, would Anthony Davis increase our chances? Sure, but mm-hmm. if you're at this point in time, if you're as close, I think, as the Raptors are, uh-huh. then I, I, I'm for sustained success, right? Yeah. I'm for Kawhi signing this offseason. I'm for Lowry and Ibaka being off the books, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, in, in a few years, building around this nucleus, building around Kawhi, and having, you know, a five to I don't know, six to seven year period of sustained success mm-hmm. instead of taking a pretty big risk, giving up, you know, all of your resources, having a great chance, you know, having a fantastic chance to beat the Warriors. But let's let's also keep in mind the Warriors won't be able to re-sign everybody. Durant yeah. may be out, Thompson may be out. So if the Raptors, you know, Kawhi re-signs, they have their young pieces in three, four years, they could be, you know, Golden State may not be what Golden State is today, then, you know. So I think for, from where the Raptors are right now, how close they are, mm-hmm. I would value sustained success over taking a risk and, and swinging for the fences. Yeah, but, but, I, uh, I, but I think I – think okay, no, one second. I, I, think, I think you need to take risks to win. Okay, so the DeRozan trade was a risk. Dude, the DeRozan trade was a risk. Dude, Sorry. The DeRozan trade was a big yeah. risk, and you know exactly. No, you're getting Kawhi yeah. Leonard. No, but Kawhi yeah, Leonard, dude, is a big risk. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. Kawhi Leonard could leave you after this year. Sure. You could lose this year, and then yeah. you're just not gonna have a star. Which, I mean, in my opinion, it would. I would have taken the cap space, if, <laughs> anyways, over two more years <laughs> of DeMar DeRozan. But, but I mean, like you have to take risks in the NBA if you want to win. Like you, you don't. You, yeah. No, go ahead. I have no idea what I was about to say. No, I was going to say you don't you don't get Kawhi Leonard just to dip your toes in the pool. You got to do the whole belly flop. You got to just go for it, man. It's like I, I assume like if not all of you, maybe some of you are Blue Jays fans. I wouldn't trade 2015 for anything, for anything. And I would do those moves 100 times out of 100. Yeah. And if you get the opportunity to trade for Anthony Davis, you do that 100 yeah. times out of 100 yeah. and you enjoy the ride. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. 
like 2020, 2021, that's a future me problem. I like I'm a college. Yes. I eat so much pizza. Chances are I might die of diabetes before 2021 <laughs> happens. You know, so I want to die watching an uh, championship parade in the middle of downtown Toronto. You know, and I mean it's that's tough. all I really want. No, it really is tough because you look at the free agency next year. It is a star-studded free agency. At least the top nine all stars easily. But how I many mean, guys want chance, to come to Toronto, though? Yeah, but you know, you don't know that having Kawhi. If, you, if you're able to secure Kawhi, that's still not set in stone Dude, yet. Kawhi Leonard's looking outside. Yeah. It's negative thirty. I know. He's I from California. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, what if you have Kawhi and AD? You know what I'm saying? Like this is the way you look at it. You're talking about their free agents. I would love it if I was a free agent in basketball. I'd say I can win a championship with Kawhi and AD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, yeah, but what if both of them leave you next well, year? Well, there's no there's no if you have those two guys, there's there's no cap room for anybody yeah. else. <laughs> like, what if your girlfriend leaves you next year? Are you just I'm gonna go like um, <laughs> probably shouldn't <laughs> I probably shouldn't date her because there's that risk that she's gonna break up with me. You know, your risk you know? <laughs> like honestly, everything in life is literally just a relationship. No, but there are some little uh, minimal risks that you take, and that is yeah. a massive risk. Because you already have a guy, which is a risk, because he's not secured for next year. You're yeah. bringing over yeah. another guy, which is a risk, because he's not secured after the year after that. Yeah. So, I mean, if both but, those guys decide to leave you, you guys but, are just but here's, standing there holding your dicks with nothing else to do. Yeah, but here's but here's the thing. For the next five years, minimum. Exactly. Yeah, yeah but it'll be a whole another Raptors. But, yeah, but, here, but, here's, but here's the thing. If Kawhi Leonard leaves yeah. this offseason, you still have – Anthony Davis for that upcoming year. He said Kyle year. Lowry. No, but I mean, it's an expiring contract. Him. Davis, you can trade that dude for everything. That's true. I mean, yes, yes. Because the you Pelicans, go to Boston, you say, you know that you know that package you were going to give uh, New Orleans. We'll take that. You know, I'm sure. It's but be- granted, his value would be his value. I mean, would decrease at that exactly. point in time. You, you know, then you're looking at AD for what half a season compared but, to. But, but, but here's but here's half a- right now. Yeah, but here's the thing. You're going to be trading AD to a team that wants to win now. And a team that wants Definitely. to win now, like, like Adam, you watch baseball. Every every year yep. at the trade deadline, they're, the teams are bringing in expiring contracts. Like the Blue Jays, they brought in David Price. David Price wasn't going to resign. But David Price was a guy who could, could have potentially taken the Blue Jays over the edge so they could win yep. in the World Series. And mm-hmm. you take that and you focus on, on the future and, you know, the following year. And a lot of people that in 2015 were like, dude, the Blue Jays um, farm system is, is – there's nothing there. It's 2019 right now. We have one of the best farm systems in all of baseball. You have Vladdy Guerrero, yep. who's really better than LeBron James right now. So um, – I don't know much about baseball. I, I, I Neither do I. I mean, no, no. You're in it. You're in it. You're deep in the cup with that one. But I don't know much about baseball. I know a little bit about basketball. But if it's a team that wants to win and you want to trade for a superstar – you're giving away quite everything. a bit of the core, everything. Then that loses what what brought you up to that point. Mm-hmm. It's hard to justify that. I mean, but if you get but, it on a discount, but, that's fine. But if you're a winning team, mm-hmm. you're going to be trying to trade away future draft picks, future first round draft yeah. picks, like Anthony Davis. Yeah, future first round draft picks instead of as opposed to watching him leave. No, future first round draft picks from a team that's probably just won the championship. You're looking at late uh, late twenty five to thirty. Usually uh, doesn't turn out to be that. Yeah, good. but I also recall a Pascal Siakam dude who was taken like twenty second or twenty third, or a Jimmy Butler guy. Yeah, yeah he's a <laughs> former Chicago Bull legend. That's my, that's so, my, that's my bro. There we go. So, and honestly, I, like I'm just in the mindset that I don't really care about about the future. Like I'm trying to win right now. <laughs> honestly, hundred percent. Like 100%. why not? Like think about it. Think about it. It's a serious question. Like let's say it was a guaranteed that if they did this, the Raptors go to the finals and win it. But it was also guarantee five years of just garbage. Would you do it? Because I would do that all day. I would scream in Messiah Jiri until he <laughs> yeah. does it. Yeah. I, I will go on my knees and just scream and just make this sure. This is the closest it. to a guarantee. Uh-huh. No, I completely agree. So what uh, are you saying the starting lineup post-trade? What is that looking like? Okay, so yeah, that's what I'm thinking right now. Like I'm, I'm thinking about what that lineup is if you if you exactly. get Kyle, four rotation Kyle, players. Kyle, uh, Kawhi, uh, Anthony Davis, and JV. Or if they don't trade JV, okay. search. Or if they trade JV, rather search. And that's a deadly five right there. That's a deadly, deadly. five. But 
you your know? amazing bench that's no longer existent. Who, but the the bench is not amazing at all. They've been awful all year. They've been terrible. No, no, they, they've been awful because Valanciunas has missed basically yeah, the whole but, season. But, also, but, but here's the thing: right. in the playoffs, you have like an eight-man rotation. You don't yeah. need like Greg Monroe coming in. You're gonna have like True. Fred VanVleet come in. You're gonna have uh, what CJ Miles or, or whatever, and hopefully yeah. shooting yeah. threes. <laughs> I, I had, I, yeah. See, and we uh, also yeah, have the buyout market. There's nothing to say that yeah. they can't buy out some players that could be yeah. good role players for the team. Yeah, yeah. I, I I heard Carmelo Anthony's looking for a job, but like, no, please he's, don't. He's on our roster. We're holding him. Please don't come here. <laughs> no, legit too. Like Dallas. I mean, sorry, New York might be uh, buying out DeAndre Jordan and Wesley Matthews. Like, yeah, these are buyout candidates that could be very good role players for the Raptors. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll take a Wesley Matthews yeah. to get more shooting. That's a future you problem right there too. Like that's, yeah, yeah, and that's, that's a all future, future and that's a future me problem exactly. <laughs> um, oh my God, uh, Anthony Davis, please come to Toronto. <laughs> I'm saying. Dude, like um, I'm 24. It's a, right? it's a tough call. I don't know. It's here, but here, it's, here it's. I know it's. It's. It's hard to think. I don't know if it's happening. But also, yeah, we're just we're just discussing our little fantasy world. Yeah, <laughs> reality. Yeah. Reality yeah. is a whole other story. Look, yeah. look, keep in mind, things could be worse. We could be the New York Knicks, but um, seventy-five here, million dollar cash but, space. Yeah, but yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. And it's but, like, but like here, here's the thing with a guy like Anthony Davis as well. I'm um, just going to jump into analytics real quick. Oh, Anthony, Anthony Davis, um, his win shares for the year is about 8.3, right? Yeah. Um, I believe Pascal – that's a lot. Pascal Siakam yeah. is um, right around like 5.6, I believe. I know my Pascal Siakam stats. Is it 5.6? Okay. 5.6, right? Trade him. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I don't know anything about anybody else. But you're essentially going to be replacing Anthony – Anthony Davis, who has a win share of 8.3 with about four guys who combined yeah. have a win share of probably right around eight, you know? Oh, like, you literally just that, – that essentially means, like, just that stat essentially means that Anthony Davis on your roster, who is going to be taking up one roster spot, is worth the same amount as four dudes. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I'll do that. That is That's awesome. Like, that's like that's like when I look at um like for example I'm a big baseball buff and I'm looking at like the Angels and a lot of people saying like maybe you should trade a guy like Mike Trout because the Angels aren't doing anything but yeah Mike Trout has a, has a WAR of like ten point two every single year so if you're ridiculous with like two guys who whose WAR is like five point five each but like keep in mind that in a, you have a not, uh, your your baseball lineup is nine players right. If one of those players in that lineup takes up has a WAR of ten point two, and you replace them with two guys who combined make up ten point two, like you're take you're getting worse, right? Yeah. Because you have one player who's ten point two, but now mm-hmm. you have two players who combined for ten. So you're like you're taking away from what a guy like Mike Trout can be with some random dude. <laughs> Same thing with with basketball. You're adding a guy yeah, like Anthony Davis. <laughs> yeah, like ba- shifting back to basketball, yeah, baseball sport. <laughs> yeah. uh, shifting back to basketball, like you're literally getting a dude who is worth analytically four guys. Okay. And my happiness. All right. And I don't, I don't mess around with my no, happiness. As, I'm a Toronto as, sports fan. As long as you're, um, you're okay with the risk, there's nothing wrong with it. But I mean, there I'm is that it. large risk. That's all. I'm, I'm just speaking. Yeah. I'm biased over here. There right. is a large risk. You just have to view that. That's all. Let me, let me ask you guys a question. Do you sure. guys think that the Raptors are title contenders this year? Uh. <laughs> yes and no. Because remember, remember, yes when no. you get to the final, I mean, getting to the finals is an accomplishment in and of itself, right? So are they, are they? Are they title contenders? Are they good enough to make the finals? Um, I still don't know that we know what this team is right now because we still haven't seen them fully healthy. And when you play and you see teams like Milwaukee, that scares me because they're such good shooters. And right now the Raptors have so many cracks in the pavement with how they close out games, their lack of shooting on the overall. Kyle Lowry's complete absence on the offensive end other than assists, which I know are important, but we need him to score. Um, yep. I don't know. Like I, I'm getting more discouraged, like slightly more discouraged every time I see them because they're they're get, letting games slip away from them that they really shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. So everything is it, falling it, apart. Yeah, no, and I, I, I agree with. Apart. I agree with. Yeah, I, <laughs> I agree with most of that. And and I mean, 
Look, I think Valanciunas means a lot to this team. He's the best rebounder. He's the key cog off the bench. Mm-hmm. So I think adding, you know, you talk about trade deadline acquisitions and upgrades. I mean, if the Raptors don't do a single thing, getting JV will be significant. Sure, you know, they could use some shooting and an upgrade uh, on that bench. But the way that I look at it, I mean, does Boston scare you the way that they've been playing lately? No. Boston, I mean, there's no, there's no chemistry there whatsoever. That team, that team is Boston mess. scare me. They Philly, Philly, you know... I'm, no, Philly doesn't I'm scare not me. as high on it. Yeah, I'm not as high as, as some others are. I'm, Milwaukee, I'm, sure. But, I mean, you, you to some extent, if you could shut Giannis down, I mean, I think you've got a real shot against the Bucs. How so do you for the Raptors team, I think yeah, they got to do that. But how about this? What if you, instead of shutting down Giannis, you just, Giannis, Giannis, you shut down everyone else and just force Anthony Davis. <laughs> and just, yeah, but there, oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, subtle, super subtle. Um, but yeah, you just shut down everyone else and go like Giannis. Try to beat us. We have Kawhi Leonard, right? But I mean, I'm, the team I'm most concerned about and is the Golden State Warriors. Like we have to be able to beat them, and the, the team cur- as currently constructed isn't going to beat them. No, I think OG's no way. Ask us you know? out, of, out of East, who you uh, who you worried? Oh, about? You out of the East, make it into the out finals? of the East, nobody. Yeah, I mean, you make it to the finals. You're you, that that's an, that's an accomplishment in and of itself. I mean, yeah, but you know, I, the yeah, chance but of being Golden State, unless you know, you, hey, you never know. You make it to the finals, Kevin Durant or Steph Curry, you know, sprain an ankle, miss Whoa. a few games. You never know. So you make it to the finals, you're in good shape. But I'm saying, is this team good enough to make it there? And I, I think they are. So I'm, I, I, I'm okay with where they're at. Like maybe they're good enough to make it. It's going to be a battle for them. But, like, I don't want them just to make the finals and get slapped. I'm with you. Yeah. You know? I want yeah, because then what's next year finals. happening? Like, next you year know? if Kawhi walks, what are yeah. you doing? Yeah. It's just like when the Raptors made the Eastern Conference Finals and everyone's getting all hyped up. Like, oh, my God, next year we're going to take the next step. No, we got slapped in the second round next year. We got swept after taking Cleveland to six games the year before. So you're telling me with Anthony Davis, you're going to get to the finals and you're going to go against We're going to be Steph able to Curry. compete. Oh, you're still going to lose. Not necessarily. Against yeah, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, yeah. uh, Kevin Durant, Draymond Green, and uh, Boogie Cousins, who finally gets a stride, basically. Yeah, but okay, so if that's if that's your logic. That's then, an all-star lineup. Yeah, but if that's your logic, then just why be, like, Honestly, why have the season? Right. You think about the future. Golden State. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Team. You have to think about what, what, think about what future. Right like we're thinking about getting a future of making it maybe to the Eastern Conference Finals again. Like this yeah. may be our, the only opportunity that yeah. we see like in our lifetime, and that's not like hyperbole. That's legit. Also, keep in mind the future is not guaranteed. The Raptors have been a team since I think 1994 and 1995. Yeah, have they ever had a player as good as Kawhi Leonard? No. No. They've been around for what twenty five years, if my math is right. My math is not right. That is <laughs> no, no, that does not no. add up. But uh, close enough. The Raptors have not had a guy as good as Kawhi Leonard. I mean, in, in, in almost two decades, right? Yeah, that's true. So, no way. Your math yeah, is right. Twenty five years. Woo! There we my, go. My boy doing quick maths on this. Yeah, they don't just give out bachelor degrees for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you know, like twenty five years. They just got their best player in franchise history before they even he even played a single game. You know, he wasn't even homegrown either. He was traded for exactly. Yeah. So like, it took twenty five years to get your best player, and you're gonna start. You can go like, um, I'm just gonna look to, towards the future. You have no idea when the next Kawhi Leonard's gonna come. It might be in twenty five years. Okay, twenty five years. I might get the mention. I won't even remember the and the the Raptor um, championship parade the day after it happens. I don't want that. That would suck. That's oh, true. Okay, so yeah. you know, potentially very low chance, but potentially win championship this year. I'll take that and forget about the few years after. Okay, that's fine. I'll but take that. We're, we're very likely. We'll, we'll agree. We'll agree to this. Yeah. We'll agree to disagree. Yeah, I think we're like 50-50 <laughs> split right now. Okay, well, <laughs> that's what it seems For sure. like. Yeah. But okay, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up in a few minutes. But West West All Stars are out, by the way. Ooh, okay. Perfect. I was honestly just stalling time at this point. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I think we've, we've, yeah, we've, we've sucked the Davis story dry. I think. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm just waiting. On, wait. Um, I can see it. Oh, here we go. Okay. I got it. Yeah. Okay. Western Conference All Star Reserves. We have Anthony Davis, 
Yeah. Well, so we'll Anthony Davis. Okay. <laughs> uh, there's Nikola Jokic. <laughs> there's Lamarcus Aldridge. There's Damian Lillard. There's Clay Thompson. There's Carl Anthony Towns, which I'm totally cool with because yeah, he was falling out, even yeah, he's though he's so on a horrible old. team. Yeah. And yeah. Russell Westbrook. Triple double king. Yeah, the triple double king who shoots twenty percent. Twenty percent from the field, twenty percent from West, the West Brick. Russell Westbrick. Oh, you, yeah, you going there, right? Okay, I see you. Like, uh, okay, look, to close this episode out, what do you guys think about the Western Reserves? I think Let's it's great that the Raptors are going to have three All Stars on the All Star team. Yeah, that was a, mean, that was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> I see Imagine an All Star team: Davis. Um, Let's see, Anthony Davis, uh-huh. Kyle Lowry, yeah, um, Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi Leonard, and because Victor Oladipo is not going to be there, Pascal Siakam. That's a pretty good four All Stars from the how Raptors. How long is Kawhi Leonard? I mean, no, uh, Kyle Lowry sliding into the All Star team. Hmm? How long is? I Kyle think this, this is it. It has to be, yeah, this has to be the last year. The last yeah, year. yeah, but yeah. but like, yeah. I, but like I, I'm I'm just looking at. How good the Raptors are with him on the court again versus oh. him off the court. That's important. Roll guys got all star positions. <sighs> no, guys. What do you think about the Western Conference All Stars? <laughs> Don't get me rattled, uh, Ogie. Let's go with you. What do you think? Sure, uh, looks good. I mean, for the most part, no, no real surprises, no issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few things though. I, I am happy that Paul George got in the lineup over Davis. Paul George has been great. I mean, he's mm-hmm. been by far the OKC's best player. Yeah, he's an MVP candidate. So I. I doubted he'd get in, especially you know if what Curry, Harden, uh, Durant. So the, the the lineup is loaded. I didn't think he'd get in, but I'm I'm happy that he did get in the lineup over Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, Jokic deserves this spot, I think, more than anybody in my mind. He's an MVP candidate as well. What he's done leading that team, who's missed three starters, Lillard deserves it. Uh, Towns definitely deserves it. Westbrook is whatever. He's a shoo-in. Uh, Clay Thompson, if you asked me a couple months ago and when Golden State was struggling a bit, I would have been a little bit iffy. But, you know, now that, now that they're back on track, uh, not too many complaints. Aldridge is the one I'm... I'm kind that's of the weird. one I'm a little bit iffy no, about. I, I, Tobias, Tobias Harris has had a really good year. And, yeah, the Clippers have, yeah. kind of, you know, struggled yeah. and fallen down the standings lately. Yeah. Wait. Um, but Aldridge is the only one that I'm a bit yeah. You're killing me. Kev- you're killing me, Ogie. Wait, Kevin, is okay. there? Okay, you're giving Westbrook a position over Aldridge. No, I say Westbrook out, put in Tobias Harris. Yeah. Aldridge deserves that position. He is balled out. I'm, DeMar DeRozan, he's a very mediocre player. Very mediocre oh, yeah. player. He's got superstar qualities, but he's mediocre because Wait, it's who, limited. Who is this? You're oh, old DeMar DeRozan. You're, you're oh, who's that? Uh, he was a, he's a guy in the past game who got sat sat out for the past three minutes because he couldn't hit threes. Mm-hmm. He was sat yeah. out at that point. That's embarrassing. Okay. And that's a team who's doing no, well. no. I Kevin, oh. I'm with you. You know, you know how much I dislike Westbrook. It's just you know how it is when you look at his numbers. You see triple double. You think, oh my god, he has to get in. But that's I'm with you. He's been, he's been brutal. No, that's yeah, horrible. We're speaking over here. Is what do we think about it? And personally, I think Westbrook should be out for who? Uh, for Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris has been putting up numbers this year. Uh-huh. I, I think he deserves opposition. I th- I think for me, my snub is Rudy Gobert. Ooh, yeah. I, I thought Rudy oh, Gobert should have made that's it. A good take. That's a good take. Yeah. Like I'm kind of. No one thinks Luca should have gotten. Luca, no. I would. I would honestly, honestly, yeah. I, I, no, not not based on just it's being the all star all star the all star sure. game. It's a showcase. Sure. You want to see the players that you, like. I want to see Luca Doncic play. I don't care about yeah. Super. Aldridge played. Well, he, he, here's the thing, and we, we mentioned it last week, right? Are we valuing just players and yeah. individual stats or team mm-hmm. records? Because say yeah. what you want about Westbrook, and, and granted, George has been amazing, but yeah. OKC is third in the West. Yeah. You know, Dallas is Dallas is in the basement. Mm-hmm. Utah has been playing better of late. Uh, yeah, yeah no, I could have seen Gobert in there. Uh, yeah, no, oh, for yeah. sure. But then again, I mean, I don't want to see a defensive anchor. In the All Star game, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, I agree. I like, like he can get he can get the nod, but like don't step on the court and like block LeBron James <laughs> from dunking on you. Like, don't do I mean, that. He's got some cool dunks, you know. Yeah. Power dunks. Uh, but no, speaking about wins as well, look at where uh, the Spurs are. The Spurs are ranked middle six, of the right? Western. Yeah. yeah, middle of the Western. You look at the squad. Half of those guys are scrubs. They are scrubs. Their best uh, three-point shooter right now is David Bertans. He's actually one of the top three-point mm-hmm. shooters in the league right now. So. Yeah, yeah, he's automatic. Yeah. But LaMarcus Aldridge is the reason why they're doing that well. I, uh, no, I think I, so. I, 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 I'm sorry. Honest, Popovich. Honestly, 
um, of all the San Antonio Spurs basketball that I watch uh, this season, I thought De- DeMar DeRozan was their best player, but I could be completely no. wrong. Um, I just honestly, LaMarcus Aldridge is just your typical back to the basket guy, spins oh. around, fade away. Like I'd I'd rather see some more exciting players. And on, the thing with Russell Westbrook, just going back to Russell Westbrook, like I think that then it's 2019. We should be using like better statistics to evaluate players. <laughs> like how are we so in on a guy like Russell Westbrook who literally misses almost every shot he takes, right? Like so I think um, when he's on the court, he might actually be like negatively affecting OKC. I can see that. We could, seems um, like it a lot of the time, yeah. Let, let's wait one sec before we close this out. I really want to see this go down to advanced. We're just checking his stats real quick. Um, keep going. Advanced. Where's the plus minus at? Um, yeah, like his offensive rating is 102. His defensive rating is 101. That's not good. Like if offensive yeah, yeah. Rating and defensive rating looks at uh, per 100 possessions, that's horrible. And that's a dude who's mm-hmm. on an all-star team. Right, like it kind of boggles my mind, and it's just across all sports how there's like you 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 hire analysts. There's so much analytics in the game now, and then All Star Game comes and you pick a guy who shoots forty two percent from the field and like one percent from three point range. It just blows my mind, you know. Um, it's just like it's it's crazy to me how a guy who averages a triple double just gets so much hype. And I'm going to get really, really triggered by this. But otherwise, yeah. guys, are we happy with the Western Conference reserves? Yeah. Meh? Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and it's, it's, worth, it's worth highlighting how much stronger the West reserves are than the East. I mean, oh, talk yeah. about it's gonna be imbalanced, sport. right? Oh, yeah, but keep in mind there's going to be captains now, right? So it's not oh, East versus yeah. West. It's, there's that uh, thing. Yeah. The yeah. drafts. Yeah, you're going to yeah. Well, but, but still, right, you have a pool that you're choosing yeah. from in the West versus a pool yeah. in the East. I mean, like – like put it this way, Victor Oladipo is not going to be at the All Star Game. D'Angelo Russell will be. So imagine like a lineup of D'Angelo Russell, Anthony Ooh. Davis, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, and like James Harden, and then our Eastern Conference representative, D'Angelo Russell, is right there just chilling. <laughs> with guys, that's how bad the East is. It yeah. sucks. Yeah, so depressing. Yeah. Top, top heavy. Yeah, like how how does this happen? Why does every, why is well? I mean, like the East has teams like the Knicks, the Orlando Magic, who say yeah. they're going to win a championship by th- uh, twenty thirty one. Yeah. So, I mean, that's self explanatory. But anyways, guys, uh, that has been some good talks. Um, excited to see Anthony Davis in a Raptors jersey um, in the next week <laughs> or two. Um, and I think that's a wrap. That's been it's been yeah, fun, Adam. Yeah, Adam, thank you for joining us, Ogie. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Pleasure. Awesome. Take care, guys. Awesome. Until next week.